Hi, and welcome to Being Lutheran, a podcast dedicated to proclaiming the excellencies of Jesus Christ and the biblical theology expressed in the Lutheran Confessions. Today, Pastor Jason Goodham, Pastor Brett Bowe, and myself interview a very special guest, Dr. Wade Mobley. He's the president of the Free Lutheran Bible College and Seminary. Sit back and enjoy the interview. Welcome to the Being Lutheran Podcast. I'm Pastor Brett Bowe. I'm joined by Pastor Jason Goodham and Pastor Brian Rickey and, and Pastor Wade Mobley. Doctor Dr. Wade, Wade Mobley. Mobley. Doc Mobs. <laughs> you like that one, huh? Yeah. yeah. So I, I just to clear some things up. First of all, which one of you is the White Sox fan? <laughs> it's the guy we that, stick in the corner. That and would be me. Okay, yeah, yeah, right. Right. And then yes. which one of you is Gleeman and which one is the Gook? <laughs> Brian doesn't like baseball, so he, he doesn't, doesn't like get that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame. Yeah. Yeah. Baseball so great when it's yeah. actually happening. When there is right. baseball. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I know we talked about that a little mm-hmm. bit. Just you can only watch mm-hmm. games replayed so many times. Yeah, like yeah. Zero, zero. Zero. You know? yeah. <laughs> I, I watch uh, watch uh, Herbeck pull Ron Gant's leg off the bat. I'm sorry, I mean I watched uh, Ron Gant over slide first base, and that was done. It's an, he was right. capitalizing on Ron Gant's momentum. That's right, it was, it was momentum. So. Yeah, it's an amazing, crazy time, but. Uh, I think it'd be great mm-hmm. for those who aren't part of the uh, association, the AFLC, to know a little bit about you. Yeah. So you're you're you here. Us? You're you're with us. Yeah, we yeah. have you on. It's been running gag for yeah. two years it, that it we has. haven't had it's you on. It's been a running gag, and I kind of feel like uh, like Jennifer Gumbel should have been here first. <laughs> she's she's next on the list. Yeah, she's so next on the list. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I won't out all of her mm-hmm. secrets from Bible school days, but yeah, I uh, so uh, I I know I know all of these guys through, through various means. Um, I'm uh, 47 years old, which is uh, hard to imagine. Cause I still feel fairly young and that's not yeah, anyway but um <laughs> i uh, grew up in lake preston south dakota a little town in south dakota uh bible believing mom first time i ever heard the gospel from a church though was at calvary free lutheran church which brian served for many mm-hmm. years uh, and that mm-hmm. uh it was uh I, I didn't really buy the whole thing really i kind of wrote off god when i was very young about five years old which is not typically a time you're you're processing those questions in life but i did <laughs> I, I mean i look back on it consciously rejecting god then and what it was for me it was a it was a it was a theodicy issue without mm-hmm. knowing that word um yeah. you, know, if you just said that to yourself <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah right self perhaps there's the problem with theodicy but yeah. god god's existence and the the pain that I was going through at that time in my life uh, with mm-hmm. some family issues, I figured if God existed, then he'd answer these prayers and mm-hmm. stop it. And that's not, I know that now it's not the way it works. So mm-hmm. uh, saved when I was 18 years old, uh, three years of faithful gospel proclaiming ministry by uh, Pastor Brian Pearson, who mm-hmm. you, you guys know, and um, I saved at 18, uh, went on to, to college at South Dakota State University, coached some basketball, ended up going to the Free Lutheran Bible College, which at the time was known as uh, Association Free, Free Lutheran, Lutheran Bible, Bible School. School. Mm-hmm. Not merged. No, so no, but that's right. a inside joke. Sorry. Um, so Alphabus <laughs> loved it, uh, mm-hmm. learned God's word yeah. there, grew tremendously, ended up staying on staff and with Jason Goodham's basketball coach. Um, now's your chance, Jason. Yeah, yeah now's your chance. We, the first question I was going to put on the list is, <laughs> why didn't you play me more often? Yeah, I should have. Um, <laughs> Jason um, was bad at basketball. Well, there, I'll put the words in I your mouth. Right. I actually should have played him more than I did because he had a great attitude, but he's kind of like, <laughs> ah, nice, nice personality. You know, that's Miss congeniality. Yeah, but he was, he was at the time uh, like 135 pounds soaking wet. 
and I'm not going to introduce any digits to contrast that, but at the time he was 135 pounds soaking wet. I am more than 135 pounds. He's over that, uh, dry even. And, uh, but he just, and he tried, he was fairly tall. And so we'd end up playing him in the post because we didn't really have much for, for post. And, and he'd just get abused down there because he was 135 pounds. I remember him one time looking at me with his hands extended and this hopeless look on his face, like, what, what am I supposed to do? And we're supposed to lose and eat at McDonald's. Let's get out of here so uh, no so that was good uh ended up uh going to our seminary i can't believe that i'm a pastor mm-hmm. uh internship in southern california mm-hmm. and then uh, 11 and a half years to the day nice. at living word free lutheran church in sioux falls south dakota great uh, great love of my life uh being a pastor at a uh, at a brand new church lots of work lots of pain lots of tears lots of laughter richest time of my life really and now i've been here believe it or not um mm-hmm. th- this is five and a half years wow yeah so as of this fall i will have been at the at the at the bible college and seminary for half of the time that i was at living word and i don't wow. know how that can be yeah mm, right um, so so but here we here we are um i came back to uh, minneapolis uh, we have a two-year bible college mm-hmm. And a four-year uh, MDiv level seminary program that we've all all been a part of, mm-hmm. and uh, I oversee the entire school. And when I came here, the pastoral training program, but, but now Dr. James Mulstry, who preceded me on yeah, here, mm-hmm. and you guys made him sound really intelligent. I, <laughs> is, is it like an editing? Is that a? Is that like it's a, a new <laughs> plugin that I have for my software. Yeah, That's right. What it is. Okay. No yeah. promises. <laughs> he sounded great, and then he had flame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I used to think like that. And I, <laughs> and then you had Gene Veith. Mm-hmm. And so, for, you know, one of these it's things. All, all, not, all downhill from, from, me, from them? All, yeah, yeah, for me, right? I kind of feel like I'm just like on yeah. the back end of your. We're running time. out of guest oh, ideas. Oh, right? You're available. Okay, so I'm going to be the other side of this where I um, have watched the last five years. And I think that God has used yeah, you yes. in such a remarkable way at not only our seminary, but also mm-hmm. our Bible school. And mm-hmm. some of the things that you have implemented and really oversaw and how you've helped navigate this transition that we're in, mm-hmm. I think it's been remarkable. So yep. I'm yep. so grateful for you. you. I know yep. it hasn't been easy. It's a hard you know, And Thank I know you. that there's some roadblocks because change, you know, is hard because mm-hmm. that's the way we've always done it. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I love this mm-hmm. book. It's called Sacred Cows Make Great Hamburgers. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but to get people to see and understand that is a little yeah. bit different. And it's a, it's a lot yeah. of work. It's a lot of over-explaining yourself, isn't it? Well, and then you start to feel like you're justifying yourself, yeah. too. And then you realize that at some point in the conversation, you realize, oh, no, I am. I am justifying myself, too. And it, so there's just you, your own demons and then the demons of the situation yep. and a lot of inertia. And it's not like it's all bad, but, but you got to, you got to move forward. Uh, Chesterton, who I quote too much and randomly, uh, they, and this <laughs> the is perfect a perfect way to quote yeah, Chesterton. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Because right. that's kind of Chesterton, but, um, the, 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 uh, then this is a paraphrase, but the true conservative is a constant revolutionary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because things don't get better. Things mm-hmm. get worse. Yeah. yeah. If you don't do anything, if you don't mow your lawn, it doesn't look nicer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, it's no different than coming yeah. up with the confessions that we have, mm-hmm. whether it be the Apostles' Creed, the Nicene Creed, it was all yeah. because of a conflict. And I would say that most of our adaptation in the church really comes out of conflict. Mm-hmm. Ah. Okay, so uh, best thing I ever did was uh, hire James Mulstry. It's called by the by the board of trustees, but obviously I was I was in favor. Um, he's fantastic, mm-hmm. and there's so many uh, just fantastic employees on yeah. campus right now, um, headed in a good way. And, we, and whenever you're listening to this, this is right, 
I think we're we're starting to feel a little bit of relief from the COVID-19 crisis right now. It's not mm-hmm. over, certainly, but we're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel, and we don't think it's a train. Uh, mm-hmm. Our college, uh, Bible College campus, if things go poorly, we will have more students on campus than we did last year. Hmm. And that's our great fear, of course, is we're going to lose 20, 30% mm-hmm. of enrollment due to uncertainty or whatever. Seminary program, uh, we just lost a class of nine. I should say lost. They took calls. You know, yeah. kind of it's a terrible thing that you're designed. graduating seminarians yeah. and putting them in churches. And that, that was a special <laughs> class. This, this class coming is very small, one full-time, two part-time. Mm-hmm. And, and in a small association like ours, and it is yeah. a denominational seminary all, almost exclusively, yeah. you're going to have those years. I, I think for 15 years around the time I was there, mm-hmm. I think we graduated one and a half graduates per year over a 15 year span. Mm-hmm. That can't happen. You just cannot have that. Right now we're shooting for five or six consistently and, mm-hmm. and that, that would serve our association well. Mm-hmm. So it's with that nice setup, the, the <laughs> reason we wanted you here other than your availability and proximity and we just ran out of people to have. You know, I love honesty though. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, uh, the, the reason is there, there's been these giant conversations uh, in Lutheran circles, which means they're small conversations, you know, yeah. <laughs> in, in the scope of all of humanity. But yeah. there's, there's real debates going on in Lutheran circles about our lack of ability to engage with the outside world. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe there's no other denomination, hmm. generally speaking, that holds up better and ignores the world <laughs> than, than, than Lutherans, Lutherans do, yeah. and especially conservative Lutherans. Yeah. And it's, it's not just us, it's the LCMS, it's the Wells, uh, mm-hmm. AALC is in that category, you know. That's LB, been kind of a theme and, of some of our, our interview yeah, it's, asking about that. And you're mm-hmm. on the front lines, you know, we're, we're not going to just talk about uh, the college students because that would mean we couldn't have Adam Ogeron on later when we need even more guests, (laughs) but, but you're on the front lines of in preparing people to engage with society on both a college and a seminary level. Mm -hmm. You're training pastors to be aware, eyes open in their communities. You're, you're training college students to go out and be parts of communities wherever they go, you know, start here, go anywhere, that sort of. Good job. You know? Yeah. Job. Well yeah. done. I'm a company man. Is that, right. Right. Is that official? So? <laughs> start no. here, yeah. go anywhere, grounded in God's yeah. word. Because mm-hmm. if you start here, go anywhere, yeah. that's Arby's. Can't stop talking about food. Yeah. It was, uh, it was uh, at South Dakota State when I was a student there, it was, you can go anywhere from here. Hmm. That's solid. Now they've retired it, but they still own the trademark. So anyway, back to your question. I'm sorry. Yeah. So starting from that point, what is the educational focus on that multi-tiered level of preparing people to engage in a constantly changing and as we're seeing firsthand in Minneapolis, a constantly wounded culture? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Boy, it's it's a hard hard one because it's a... uh, Part of the problem is that we are addressing, as a society, we address everything that happens from one perspective. And I'm not talking about both sides of an issue. I'm talking about um, within the woven fabric of a society, you can't just address one threat. There's a lot of stuff going on there. And 
so many people in our society. I, I mean, I've studied history and philosophy, and you know, one of my hobbies is foreign relations. I bet you've never had anybody say that on the podcast. <laughs> nope. uh, I, just love, I love the history of foreign relations. It's, uh, it's interesting to me. And I, I just feel like I, I don't know anything because you keep running into stuff you don't know. Mm-hmm. And then you realize that a lot of people who are emoting and reacting to stuff, you know, literally, and I'm using that word literally, not metaphorically, um, uh, literally have not considered any ramification outside their own personal agency or convenience and their neighborhood. That's a really tough way. Oh, and then we, then we give them Twitter and yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and so now they, they become advocates and Christians are in that same boat. We have, we have this conflation of, um, of, of ideas. So uh, what is my response to uh, a, an accusation of police brutality followed by peaceful protesting and looting and wearing a mask in a COVID-19 crisis. And what about Hong Kong and the Ukraine <laughs> right. and yeah. Donald Trump and Joe Biden? And it's almost like a com- it's, 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 it's our, our national political scene. Yeah. It, it's like a bad Saturday Night Live sketch. Mm-hmm. I, and, it, and this is, I, I'm trying not to get anybody in trouble. And But how, how, you, you can't, can't, talk can't make about, it up. Yeah. You can't talk no, about this without fine. getting in trouble, right? Yeah, we've got to be honest about okay, it. So, so uh, 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 how, in 2016, how does Hillary Clinton not get elected president? How do you not win when the Republican nominee is behaving in such a way that ridiculously conservative people like me start to question where their vote should go and you can't get the vote. And all you have to do is say, well, you know, like, you know, abortion, safe, legal, rare, but yeah, it can't be just whatever. You got to have some restrictions on abortion. You won't even say it. If you say it, you, it's president Hillary Clinton. <laughs> and, and now four years later, and the comedy is even worse. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> all Trump has to do to get reelected is be a decent human being and not talk. <laughs> and, and so, so here we are again, Mm-hmm. And so you've got you know the the the, the cable news pundits on each side and the t- Twitter blue checks on each side, and then I, mm-hmm. I there's a lot of us. We all think we're in the middle, but I think most of us are not spoiling for a fight. We we would like as as Americans, we would like the freedom to conduct ourselves as we have become accustomed to conduct ourselves. And as Christians, we would like the ability to propagate the gospel. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the problem. Uh, you think Gene Veith had long answers. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can out-talk. I can out-talk anyone. So, all right. um, no, but, um, so here's the problem. The First Amendment is not our creed. And I know mm-hmm. I'm preaching to the choir here. As believers, absolutely. As believers. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Right? It's, you know, the, the creed, the, my creed as a Christian mm-hmm. is the same here and in Saudi mm-hmm. Arabia. Mm-hmm. Where my, here, where my right to worship is uh, constitutionally protected. By, by, mm-hmm. Think about this. By force of law and mm-hmm. with armament. <laughs> my and, creed... And loss of life. And loss of life, yeah. yeah. So here... I have that right. In Saudi Arabia, it could well cost me my life by the same force of the arm. The the emperor bears a sword, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's this complete 
misunderstanding, how do these two things come together? One of the beautiful aspects of Lutheran theology, where does this come together? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the kingdom of God and the kingdom of mm-hmm. earth, to speak in Augustinian terms, mm-hmm. uh, it comes together in the individual person. So when somebody says, keep Jesus mm-hmm. out of the voting booth, well, it's like, yeah, I understand what you're saying, uh, but I can't. It's not possible for mm-hmm. a Christian to keep Jesus out or of anything. it shouldn't anything. be possible. Yeah. Yeah, it shouldn't be. There should, should be a major tension there. If you try to do that, it mm-hmm. should drive you nuts. Right? Yeah. Yep. So, that's, so that's where we are. So we're at a place where we can't talk about anything at, at all. And so if, if you look at, if, if you look at, um, so if you look at a, uh, you know, we've, we're really, we're all really raw on this thing right now mm-hmm. with the- um, In Minneapolis. Yeah. yeah. Um, a really bad video. Because I mean, you, a lot of times you're seeing a video, it looks doctored. It looks, uh, what did we see? What's the context? Mm-hmm. They're making this look bad. And I'm sitting there doing the, how do you put a charitable construction on this one? It's I'm not sure. possible. I can't find it. I can't write. Okay, and then mm-hmm. I got cop friends who are, they can't find charitable construction either. Mm-hmm. And yet they know that because of that video, they've got crosshairs on their back. And of course, mm-hmm. we're talking about the video that shows George Floyd being, yeah. being yeah. killed, yep. murdered, yep. if yep. you will. Yep. Yeah, and, it's, and at the same time, that same verb, which I... I would agree with to to a, a point. That same verb is applied when you've got somebody who's at a traffic stop who's got a gun and won't comply with officer demands. Mm-hmm. So that's where we are. So so it takes away. It makes everything legitimate look non-legitimate, and everything non-legitimate look legitimate. And we cannot talk about anything. We cannot disagree. Mm-hmm. And I think social media. That, you know, I don't know if you heard, but Jason Goodham is back on yeah. social media. <laughs> and yes, he is. The yeah. amount of thank you notes I got from politicians in the mail. Oh my It's word. cute. Those mostly cat photos, that kind of thing. But, um, but it's you, that. That's what fans of flames and makes it worse. And so it becomes very hard to teach young yeah. people who have never had a reason of like a real argument argument, you know, where they're giving mm-hmm. reasons for their assertions. Yeah. It's very hard to teach them that mm. in two credits of apologetics and Christian thought. What I love mm. about what you said, and I, I've often thought this for myself, and I'm just going to express a, a, a truth that I feel for myself is as a believer, since I don't really belong here and I'm a stranger and an ambassador, mm-hmm. I really don't have any rights here. If I'm honest, if we look at what it is to be a Christian, wherever God you know, plants us, whether it be Saudi Arabia, whether it be China, or whether it be here, mm-hmm. we absolutely are, we don't deserve any rights or freedoms at all. So you, what we deserve is eternal separation from God. Yeah. You know, but while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And so as I live my life here... I live to love my neighbor as myself in the midst of vocation and gospel. I vote as an American because God chose me to be here, but I approach every aspect of my life as best I can, knowing I have no right to anything. And, and that's, a, that's a fair distinction because as an American, you have a bunch of rights. Mm-hmm. As a Christian, we really don't have any. As an American Christian, we have a bunch of them. But what we have in Christ is... It's better than any Amen. government, it can, mm-hmm. but it can't be taken away yeah. either. Yeah. So, the, yeah. the, and so, where there is a a proper way of talking about the American mm-hmm. experience in Christianese terms, <laughs> it's um, uh, fundamental human rights. It's you know, among them life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, or however mm-hmm. you phrase that. And there's a whole history of that as well. But you cannot have fundamental human rights if they are given by dictat of a uh, leader or the vote of people or the decree of a judiciary 
fundamental human rights cannot be taken away. They cannot be uh, abrogated in any way. Mm -hmm. They are fundamental because they are given by a transcendent being. You can't have Mm -hmm. fundamental human rights apart from a theistic Mm -hmm. worldview. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, it's all good. It's all good. So like everything that you're talking about here, how is that now implemented in training our our kids and our seminarians? Yeah, not Mm -hmm. enough. Yeah, Yeah. it's hard. It's hard because our program, the seminary program, it's... uh, Three years of classroom, one year of internship. So three years sounds like forever. And when you're in it, it feels like forever. But Mm -hmm. if you look at the stuff that you don't teach, and as soon as you get out, you start keeping a list of stuff they didn't teach you in seminary. And the jokes never, yeah, run out. Yeah, it it never ends. What do you you not teach? And so in in the Bible college program, uh, the one way we're addressing it, it, it's only two years. And you're trying to teach them pert near the whole Bible. So <laughs> and you can't get through it all. Pert near the near. I mean, you can't get through it all. So what do you do? And, I, and, and, so that, and that's why one reason there's been a lot of resistance in teaching other things is if I teach, I'd love to teach more than I do, but you know, two credits of apologetics and Christian thought is way better than a one credit apologetics mm-hmm. elective that's offered once in a while. Uh, I'd love to have two or three credits first year and two or three credits second year. Yeah, foundational and mm-hmm. applicational, even if one's a, a um, an elective. In order to do that, you have to not teach the book of Jeremiah. And that's uh, that's kind of hard mm-hmm. because it's a Bible those, college. Yeah. Exegetical yeah. theology is what we're trying to teach. We don't want to go away from that. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, mm-hmm. you do have to find some way in a remedial way even to teach people who you know, don't have logic, have never done argumentation, to have these rational conversations, if only with themselves, to be able to look at the God's word, God's world rather, through mm-hmm. the lens of God's word. Yeah. And so that's a, a constant struggle. Uh, the way we're working on that is trying to help our faculty members grab those little handles mm-hmm. of application mm-hmm. throughout. So the apologetics and Christian thought part of our program isn't just in one class. But yeah, my class that, that I good. teach, uh, they don't disappoint. I, I, yeah. I teach a lot Socratically. Mm-hmm. I, I give a ton mm-hmm. of writing, which means I have to do a ton, ton of reading. You know, yeah. <laughs> let the professor beware. Um, yeah. But they don't disappoint. Good. They're hungry for it. They're ready for it. I have them after three semesters of exegetical study and dorm life and ministry. Mm-hmm. Most of them are pretty sharp and, mm-hmm. and work pretty hard at it. Thank you for joining us. Please look us up on the web at beinglutheran.com. Also invite a friend to check us out on Spotify and iTunes. Please join us next time as we continue our interview with Dr. Wade Bobley. God bless you and have a great week.